Welcome to the Elite Executive Podcast, your number one resource for all things executive health so you can thrive at the office, at home, and in the gym. It's my mission to educate you on how to sleep better, stress less, and maximize your productivity by taking control of your health. I'm your host, Oren McCurry. Let's start your journey to optimal performance right now. Enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to today's episode of the Elite Executive Podcast. I am your host, as always, Oren McCurry, and I am back with another episode. And I don't know what number this episode is going to be because I am actually sitting down tonight, Wednesday, the 18th of October, to record three in a row. So the next three are up. I don't need to think about them. And you guys don't miss out on me dumping my brain into this podcast and giving you guys some actionable advice. So this post, well, sorry, this episode is on time management strategies. As you probably guessed by before you clicked in to play this, you would have seen the name of it. But I have my own ideas on this. And I also thought, listen, I've got some really high quality people on LinkedIn. Let's just throw up a post. Let's just see what people think is the number one tip that they would give to, to somebody to manage their time better or to be more productive, whatever way you want to word it. So I've got a list. It was meant to be the top 10 things. I've got 13 on my list here now, okay? And some of them, this isn't going to be in a particular order, but we've got 13 things here that should move the needle for you if you find that productivity is an issue of yours, uh, time management is an issue, okay? Now, first and foremost, learn to say no to things that aren't going to move the needle, whether that's a coffee meeting, whether that is... uh you know, a client meeting that you probably don't need to go to and in person, you might be able to do it on Zoom, whether it's a board meeting that you don't need to go to, um, whether it's, you know, simply just some something that's just going to take you out of the zone, whether it's, you know, a lunch or whatever it is, something that's going to take you out of your zone of genius and stop you from actually doing the things that's moving the needle forward. And this is obviously going to be when it's your business and it's your baby or you're somewhere very high in the organization and there is going to be lots of demands on your time and things that, you know, are going to distract you, okay? And as I was saying that about saying no to coffee meetings, a lot of people who I meet up with, I meet up with them for a coffee just to chat, shoot the shit, drop some value and and connect with people. So if you're listening to this and I offer you a coffee to catch up sometime in Perth, um, please don't say no to me. I'm going to provide a lot of value to you guys. But say no to stuff that's not moving the needle forward, right? And Or that doesn't interest you, basically. Um, and that that's probably the biggest thing to do. Like one of my mentors, Craig Ballantyne, he has this thing that he calls Oprah Nopra because nobody, nobody is going to want some of Oprah's time. Like everyone's going to want Oprah's time, basically. Like she's the one person in the world who's probably always always like saying no to things okay so he calls her nopra because for her to stay productive and focus on the brand of oprah she has to say no to the things that aren't going to serve her okay now number two on the list and again this isn't isn't in any order but do a brain dump now i like to do these in the evening um and i like to do them a lot of the times that i i implement a brain dump with people to help them sleep especially if they're highly wired and they're doing things that are causing them to wake up at night. They're thinking about work. They're thinking about things they need to do. They're thinking about they need to drop off the iron and pick up the kids from school. A brain dump is just simply get out a sheet of paper and just 
vomit on the paper. Just write everything down, positive, negative, anything that comes in your head goes on the, on the sheet of paper. Now, you can also implement a brain dump from any time sort of mid-afternoon onwards for the next day, you know, actually sitting down and reviewing your calendar. And yes, things might change slightly, but actually just getting a brain dump down on paper of what are the big things that you need to do for the next day and just vomit it onto that piece of paper of everything that comes out of your head. So it's down, it's on a sheet of paper, and then you can be productive. Now, this isn't productivity for that current day, but it's for the next day. You're already identifying where the blocks are in your schedule, where you're going to fit things in, what's the biggest priority tasks, and just dump it onto the piece of paper. Now, I find the High Performance Journal, is it High, Perfor High Performance Planner by Brendan Bouchard is very good for that. They've got journaling questions, they've got tasks that must be done, they've got 30-minute time slots. So even though I've got my calendar on my um my computer here, I actually write everything physically down for what I'm going to do the next day, including things that are the priorities to do. Uh, and you can do that anytime really from the afternoon. So I would I would encourage you to do that within working hours. So you know when you get home in the evening, you can switch off and you can do that and you're productive for the next day. Now, the next thing is routines and consistency, okay? We need to be consistently doing the things that are going to drive, drive us forward, whether that is that you're high up, you're a general manager, you're a CEO, um, you're COO, whatever that, whatever that role is. You need to be managing your meetings very well and very efficiently, right? Think about it like um, like a sports team, right? An NFL team or a soccer team or AFL team, what, whatever sport it is that you you enjoy. They're going to have set pieces, plays, whatever you're going to call them, okay? And the, I've used this analogy before when speaking about uh, sleep, about the NFL playbook, right? The NFL playbook is literally every single play that the team is going to run. And it's done in a book for people to memorize, okay? So they know exactly what to do when they're going to do it. Think about a film script, right? You don't just watch a movie or a TV show and think, fuck, that was so well done. Like, I can't believe they just winged that. No, everyone has a script. Everyone knows their part. Everyone knows their character inside out and they're delivering based off rehearsal, off repetition of learning these lines and delivering them with high quality, okay? And a film script or a TV script is designed to make you feel a certain way like for example last night i was watching a, a something on netflix called painkiller and in the last episode i nearly cried at the end because i'm i meant to do that right but the only way i can do that is from them having a script to follow and the actors reciting the lines and learning that consistently okay they can't wing it whenever they they do the show the the recording or they're not going to have that same impact. So same thing with your day. Have a bit of routine and consistency. What time are you taking calls with your team? What time are you speaking to your investors? What time are you meeting with subcontractors? What time are you just doing stuff in the business for yourself, right, that you like to do? So have that routine and have that consistency, like an NFL team, like a film script, and you're going to get the most bang for your buck, like an actor just going on the wing, and it's not going to work. Now, number four is subtraction. So whether that's um, your phone, whether that's meetings that you don't need to be in and shout out to uh, the legendary big fella, Chris Brewer, 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 hopefully I think it's Brewer um, on um, LinkedIn, who said meetings you don't need to be in, subtract them, just take them out of your diary. He says he sat in so many meetings that at the end of it, he's sort of thinking, why was I in that meeting? Why, why did I need to be there? Like, what was I contributing to it, right? And if you can be productive and you can subtract those things off your list that you don't need to be doing, if you can take away your phone, you take away one of the biggest productivity and, and time killers around because we get so many notifications and ding, 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 okay? 
Now, number five is quality sleep. And yes, we talked about the quality sleep before, but for you to be productive and you to be um, on it the next day, you need to have a good quality sleep. So back to my 90210 routine, the, the Beverly Hills zip code and uh, Matthew Wadsworth, my client, mate, if you're listening, I know this has been a game changer for you, mate. But nine hours before sleep, you got no caffeine. You got zero exceptions. You're not going to break that rule. Two hours before sleep, there's um, there's no work. One hour before sleep, there's um, no phone. And then there's uh, zero things left to do for the morning. And Matthew said if it didn't um, if it didn't mess up the post, the zip code, um, he would add in zero alcohol as well, right? Um, so you got to set yourself up for a good quality sleep because it's the REM sleep that's going to restore your mind and have you productive, have you clear thinking, have you creative, and have you really on point for what you need to do. And if you are an executive, if you're planning on being in the C-suite, if you're currently there, if you're working your way up, you're a director, assistant director, VP, vice president, president, all these different names that different people in different companies all seem to have, um, it, it doesn't matter what they are. If you're in an important role, and you want to be performing at your best and you want to be rising through the ranks, you need to be sleeping well, especially for that REM sleep. So think about implementing that 90210 and getting quality sleep so you can be productive. Then notifications in silent mode. Shout out to my client, Darren Waters, who, who said this, like just having the phone on silent or do not disturb mode. So it's not ping, 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 ping. And try to limit your notifications. Like I don't have any social media notifications on my phone. I think when it, it might vibrate slightly whenever uh, LinkedIn does a message, but it doesn't give me a notification. Um, it My phone only pops up with text messages and WhatsApp. Um, so messaging apps from my clients. And that's basically just in case of an emergency, but I've got no social media notifications on. And it's on silent all the time after 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. It automatically goes and do not disturb. So nobody can even phone me unless they're in my favorites. Um, no text messages come through unless they're in my favorites basically as well. Um, and it's great. So uh, yeah, follow Darren's lead and get the phone on silent if you're not currently doing that. And turn your notifications off because you'll be way more productive if you're not having a notification from X, a notification from Instagram, LinkedIn, then emails ping off. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have any of that turned on if you want to be productive. A delegation, that's going to feature in a couple of different points here, you know, but uh, my favorite form of delegation that I have, um, it's from a book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. And I've implemented with a few of my clients, like, for example, um, Lyndon, who I'm going to mention on a different post, uh, a different tip, um, the love load task. And the first time I put it in was with him. He was struggling to fit in his exercise. And I said, mate, you're working too hard. We need to separate the tasks that are actually going to, earn you money and things you love doing it is your zone of genius and the stuff that you love doing. So all I want you to do for the love loathe task is to get a sheet of paper. doesn't matter whether you're the decision maker in the business or you're just an employee, write down everything you love about your job and a day-to-day basis. What do you love doing? Like I actually love recording a podcast. I just don't have a lot of time to do them. I love calls with clients. Um, I love tweaking plans and like coming up with big ideas, but I don't actually like sitting and implementing the plan. So if I was going to get rid of something, I'd be like, Right. If I could just record a call with a client where I talk through the changes that I want to make to a plan and then give it to one of my assistant coaches, that would probably be one of the first things that I would do. Right. Because it's on my loathe list. I don't love spreadsheets. I don't love data input and all that stuff. So that's definitely something I would outsource. Video production. Like, I don't really like making videos. I'm good at them, but I'm not going to sit and edit and put captions and all that on. Right. So if I made a list of things I love, it's client meetings, it's things that drive the client forward. The load stuff is all the admin stuff. And if you look at the things you do on a daily basis, there's probably some stuff on your load list that, you know, if you got rid of and, and delegated to somebody else, 
then you could focus on the stuff you love, which when you're in that zone of genius, you're probably going to earn more money. You're going to do do better quality work. So you might get that promotion. If you're the CEO, it's giving you the um the highest leverage on your time, right? So doing that task is great for you. But also, what about your your if you're a CEO, what about your officers? What about the CEO, the CFO, um, the COO? Um, all these, all these OOs, <laughs> right? Like, what about what about all these guys? What if there's something that they love doing? They might love a spreadsheet or might they might love running a meeting and you hate running meetings, right? You might want to be in them and, and give your input, but maybe you don't want to lead the meeting, right? All these different things, or they might love going out and doing client lunches and you don't like it because it holds you back from your thing and you don't want to drink or whatever, right? So do a love and low task and see what's on on your list, but also the people around you's list and who who might enjoy doing something, they can take that off you saying, uh, I actually, you know, I enjoy doing bookkeeping. I did bookkeeping for my my own business years ago and they offered to do that for you because they love bookkeeping because they did it previously and they take the bookkeeping off you, right? All these different examples, okay? Now, I think we're on number six or seven here, but we're going to batch tasks, okay? So for example, if I'm creating content for social media and if I'm doing it with a camera and I've got, you know, content on nutrition, training, um, stress management, sleep, rather than me record one video on sleep, one training on stress management, one video on nutrition, one video on, you know, um, time management or whatever it is that we're, we're going to talk about. If I just do four posts and I do four nutrition posts back to back to back, I'm in the zone of planning the nutrition posts, recording them. Then I've got all the posts for nutrition, say if that's going to go out on a Monday on Instagram, that's Monday's post for the full full month. Then I can sit down, I can write, let's do Tuesdays, let's do all the training posts, bang, 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 just knock them out. If you can batch stuff like that together, you're going to be more productive because you just rather than go from, oh, well, let me think about training, let me think about nutrition or whatever it is that you're doing. You can have a singular focus of, right, what do people struggle with with nutrition? Let me write these posts, then schedule them and go, right? And then training goes and then sleep goes. So if you can do that, you're going to save time and energy because you're not swapping from one task to the other. Now, the next one is the snooze button, and that kind of links with our quality sleep. But hear me out. So when we set our snooze button, we're saying whatever time it is, five o'clock, we're saying that time is important to you for a reason. Okay. It's either that that's your magic time. You're going to get up and you're going to do a task for your business. Like a lot of the time before the kids wake up and, and I'm involved with breakfast, I get two hours, well, maybe an hour and a half of quality work first thing in the morning. Right. If you're struggling with training and you can't fit it in anywhere, that's your time to get up at 5 a.m. and go and train. But you're setting your alarm for a reason. And when you hit that friggin' snooze button, you're telling yourself that that isn't important, whether you're telling yourself that your your goals are not important, your business is not important, whatever the reason is for hit, sit, setting that alarm, you're telling yourself that's not important. And you're losing that buy-in with yourself every single morning. So set don't, like, just don't set an alarm, take the snooze button option off. When you go to end to edit the time on the... Um, on, on your alarm, you can actually turn that snooze button off. It's a little toggle button. You don't even have to have it snooze. So as soon as you hit it, instead of saying snooze, it's going to say stop and it doesn't go again, right? Because it's not going to give you good quality sleep and you're just delaying whatever it is you said was going to be important, okay? And in, in terms of being productive, getting up and getting a workout in so you don't have to think about it for the rest of the day or getting up and doing the biggest task of your day. Like, is it creative work? Is it 
Is it client work? Whatever it is that you need to do. If you can get a head start on that, how much more productive is your day going to be if you've already done an hour and a half of work before you even get to the office, right? So don't hit that snooze button because there's a reason why you're setting it for a particular time. Now, this one is, I previously mentioned Lyndon back on the Love Loaf task. Lyndon Beck, a great, great client, runs Perth Support, a huge IT company here in Perth. Um, his one was surround yourself with people smarter than you and delegate, which is great. Like you want to you want to have people who can do your job and can nearly do it better than you. So you can focus on your zone of genius or maybe you want to remove yourself from your role completely and downsize if you are the boss. But you want to surround yourself with people who can do things just as good, if not better than you, and then just delegate to them. And I'm going to add on to this. So. You've got to hire people for the right roles, okay? So you're going to have sometimes you're going to hire people and it's going to be a really bad fit. You're going to hire some people and it's going to be a great fit, but maybe they don't last long. You don't treat them well enough. But the great great way to do this is look at everyone in your business right now, depending on their roles, depending on whether they're a contractor, full-time employee, whatever, doesn't matter. But think about this. Would you hire that person again for that role now that you know what their work ethic's like, their productivity's like, their they're sick leave, you know, are they always falling in once a week saying, oh, I've got, I've got the cold. Like, would you hire that person for that role again? And think about what they're being paid, how productive they are, you know, all of that. Would you hire them again? If so, then you're onto a good person. Okay. If not, if you wouldn't hire them again, then maybe you need to start thinking about, can you find somebody better for that role and, and then delegate to them as, as you hire again. Now, my previous guest on the podcast, Mr. Matt Rigby, is going to get a shout out on this next one, is that multitasking is a myth. Have a singular focus and stay on track to be efficient. And 100% agree with this one. Like we can't, we're, we're not built to multitask. We can do multiple things. You could be listening to me now while you're driving. You could be listening while you're walking. You could be listening now at your desk while you're typing up a report, right? But you're not really doing the things properly, right? If you're sitting now and you're typing up your end of quarter reports or end of month reports, you're not going to be actually listening to what I'm saying. You'll be hearing what I say and you might take a few nuggets in between, you know, when you pause to type or you're thinking about something and something you hear might launch into your brain. And same with driving, like you're going to be focused on the road. You're kind of concentrating on driving anyway, like, but we can pretty much do that in autopilot, but you'll be taking in little bits of this. You're not taking in everything I say. But imagine doing that same thing with work, like listening to podcasts or music and, and driving. It's totally doable, right? We can multitask and things like that, but we're not paying full attention. But whenever you try to do that and you try to do multiple things at the same time on a business and you're like, right, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this call while writing an email and I'm going to listen to the call and, you know, talk to the investors while I'm writing this email to a member of staff. That's not going to happen. We're not built to do that. Okay. Um, Oh, I forgot to write down who 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 did this one, but um, oh, I'm 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 gonna have to apologize, but um, to the to the guy who said eat the frog first, do the, your biggest revenue thing first thing, either in the morning or you know before the family wakes up, like in my case where I get that that time to do stuff first thing, do it when your energy's highest first thing, then do the other tasks in the afternoon, um. And I would 100% agree with this, you know, do the biggest task first. And one of my one of my good friends and business mentors put this in a way of think about it as money now, money maintenance and money later. So what's going to earn you money right now? Um, 
you know, is it taking a sales call? If I if, if I got a potential to jump on a call with somebody and they want to join the program, that's going to get me money now because they're going to sign up and pay me money, right? Money maintenance is like all the clients that I've got, like check-ins and updates to plans, that can be done later in the day whenever I, I don't need as high energy or whatever and less focus, I guess. And then money later is like, you know, improving my social media, doing some better videos or improving an email sequence or the welcome series, the onboarding series for clients. It's going to help me make more money later because it streamlines the service, but it's not making me money now. So think about it, if you're breaking it down as, you know, money now, first thing in the morning, what's going to maintain the money later? And then um, money late, that's going to get you stuff later down the line, like fixing your ads or, you know, fixing your onboarding sequence. And apologies, if you're listening to me, I'm, I can't even get on LinkedIn now just to to check for your name, but uh, send me a message and say, oh, you forgot to mention me by name. So sorry, mate, but um, that, that was a really good one. I enjoyed that one. So thank you for sharing that. And then two people that... Um, Two people had something very similar, which I liked, was uh, Glenn Brary and Carrie Abraham, which is Glenn's point was to work on the business, not in it, and to prioritize my time, as he called it, where he's not working in the business, doing the day-to-day things. He's working on the business. He's growing it. He's doing the things that he needs to focus on with singular focus like that. And Carrie said the same, like, make that non-negotiable sort of time with yourself where it's blocked in your, your diary Nobody can mess around with it. And it's just to do those hugely important tasks and really focus. So I think that's been about 13 here, guys. Um, there is definitely other things. And I think we'll probably, um, I've, I've actually got more on a list somewhere else. Um, I can't remember where I wrote them down though. But I've got another maybe 10 or 12. I'm going to maybe do a part two at a later date. Um, I maybe run through the 25 in uh, in short, sharp fashion as well. But guys, this is the sort of stuff that you need to be thinking about. If you want to be performing at your best, you need to be thinking about how you're managing your time. For me though, like the main thing is going to come down to your health. Like if you aren't eating well, if you're shoveling donuts in your mouth for breakfast, like or a muffin alongside a frigging coffee first thing in the morning, then you're going out and eating a sandwich and then you're maybe having a half decent dinner, but you know, you're not fueling your body to perform. If you're not physically fit enough to actually perform at your job and you're not healthy enough, then you know, you, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. And especially with your sleep, if you're not sleeping well enough, you're not going to be getting that REM sleep that you need to actually focus on the task at hand in terms of brain function and getting what you need to to be productive, to be creative, to to problem solve and think on your feet. So you need to think about all these things, guys. So like listening to the previous episodes on sleep stress management they're all going to be very useful in terms of making you as productive as possible. And if you still feel like there's some roadblocks there, let's just jump into my inbox on LinkedIn. Send me a message. The link's going to be in the description. It's linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash executive health coach. And you can message me and just, we'll have a chat about your current situation. See what the crack is with you right now. And if coaching is potentially an option for with either myself, with the few limited spots I've got, or with one of my team, like Jordan and Lindsay and Ryan, we, I can 100% get you guys sorted on the right track, you know? And this is the type of stuff that everyone needs. We need to be healthy. We need to be fit. We need to be sleeping well. We need to be putting quality stuff in our body. But then we need to think about the other things like not snoozing your alarm, delegating, not multitasking, um, subtracting the things that are holding you back, getting routines and brain dumping. All these things that I spoke about are like the cherry on top whenever you actually tackle the big root cause, which is, are you putting the right fuel in? Are you sleeping well enough? And are you moving well enough, guys? So thank you for this episode, guys. This is going to be 
somewhere in the teens. I don't know what number this is going to be. Maybe around episode 15. Um, Hopefully I got that one right. But guys, I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to hit the five-star button. Leave a review, guys. That's going to go a long way. Tell your friends about the podcast. I'm doing this for free just to provide some huge value to you guys. And if I can be of any service, slide into the DMs, guys. I'm more than happy to have a conversation. Thank you for joining me on the Elite Executive Podcast. See you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for tuning into the Elite Executive Podcast with me, Oren McCurry. If you want to continue the conversation about anything in this episode, or if you have any questions around your own health as a busy executive, then the best place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash executive health coach to find my profile. Once there, please send me a connection request and I'm more than happy to discuss your personal scenario. But for now, have a great day and I'll see you on the next one.